0: I'm going to end it. Hello welcome to the Explosion Network's Captain Marvel spoiler review discussion. I'm Dylan Blight and joining me is Ashley Hobley.
1: Hey Dylan, excited to be here talking about Captain Marvel. That's good.
0: I'm happy that you're excited to be here. The
1: Marvel Captain Marvel. The Marvel
0: Captain... Yes, I've heard. I've seen enough jokes online. In fact, it was really weird. They played the Shazam trailer in my screening. Did you have that happen? Or <laughs> I, I don't no, know. If someone I don't know if someone did it as a joke, but it was also the really old trailer. So I don't know if someone clipped it in as a joke. It was the one, the first trailer, and it said coming next year. And I'm like, that's really confusing to play a trailer that says coming next year in a movie that's out in a yeah. couple months. Don't know what's going well, on. Well, you are
1: in Tennessee media.
0: That is true. That's who knows what the fuck's going on down here. Uh, so of course we're going to be discussing some of the bigger story moments and such in just a moment. Spoilers. That's the second and last time I'll actually say it. Cause that's what this is. A spoiler re- review discussion. Uh, but first Ash, what are your overall thoughts
1: on Captain Marvel? It was an enjoyable time. I thought it was a different story than they've told before through all their superhero movies. I, I feel like people were concerned. Some people were concerned about superhero fatigue. I think it's mm-hmm. got and goes in a different enough direction to be different to everything else they've done, sort of, so far. Um, I like Brie Larson, I've liked Brie Larson for a while, so read into that what you will. I think the chemistry she had with Samuel L. Jackson was very important and t- made me enjoy the film more. Um, and then I really like what they did with the, the Skrull Skrulls in this film and the Cree stuff, yeah. So yeah, yeah, didn't see it
0: coming. We'll dive into that in a little bit, but I, I agree. I didn't, I didn't see it coming, in. I was surprised with the direction they they took it in. I guess like a lot different than I thought they would. Iron making. Man three just. I mean, yeah, I guess, but <laughs> not, not. It wasn't disappointing like that, either, though. I guess like, no, because it still leaves potential. Yeah, it didn't leave a bad taste in your mouth. Uh, I got spoilery. I mean, we're in spoilers. I, I don't think it matters. Okay, so, <laughs> the whole fucking thing is a spoiler. If, Oops, if, if well, you watch... Yeah. You're yeah. warned. Um, so I gave the movie a 7 out of 10, put up a review, com, of course. Uh, I think it's a perfectly fine superhero movie. I don't think it's great. I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's... Bo- you know what I mean? Like, it's just... I, and I don't think that's particularly a bad thing because I don't need every one of them to be a Black Panther or like and do something so, uh, tell such an amazing story and, and yeah. drastically change, uh, things about the, the genre and, and stuff like that. And I don't need them all to be Infinity War level of absolutely bonkers action scene after one after another. I think for the, as much as people may not want it to be a, th- a thing for the superhero genre or the Marvel world and whatever else to continue, you are just going to have in between all the, the big infinity wars and the, the big uh, ones that actually make huge changes in the genre. You're just going to have perfectly adequate superhero films. And that's fine because they can't all be, uh, nines and eights and whatever, 10 of 10, uh, superhero movies. And a lot of people of course will argue that we've never even had a superhero movie in those highs of scores. But I, of course I, I, yeah. I really like Black Panther, Winter Soldier is probably my runner up for like quality level and doing something great. But at the same time, it's like the Ant-Man films and other ones are just chucking the same level here. It's just like, they're perfectly, even though Ant-Man movies are full on comedies and a lot different to Captain Marvel, I still would probably group Captain Marvel in like Ant-Man level of, it's fine. Like it's for what it is, it's fine. It's, I, 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 my biggest problem though is, uh, to do with Carol herself. So we can kind of just dive into the first topic. Cause I want to yeah. get into her straight away. Um, or Captain Marvel, the, Ve- but it was weird. Cause they called Veers. it V, Ve- they called it V like, it was double E. You know what I mean? Like that was, was I just hearing it wrong? Cause like they take it off her card, like a, whatever they call her. Yeah, we learned that thing.
1: later. That's we hard. learned
0: that later, but like, it's V E R S is what they see on there, but they call her Veers, don't they? But are they saying, yeah?
1: But if I couldn't, I <laughs> couldn't understand what they were calling it like half the time, okay? So I kept hearing, I just interpreted that's what they were calling
0: it, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it's, if V is is double, uh, anyway, it's a whole thing, um, not not that important, but anyways, V is Carol Danvers. The Korean oh, oh. language
1: is just different to our language, they pronounce things slightly different, you know. All right? right,
0: I'll, I'll I'll let them get away with that one, I'll, I'll let them get away with that one, uh, so yeah, so, so you got Captain Marvel, V Carol Danvers. Brie Larson herself, whatever you want to refer to her as. I thought she was a strong lead uh, for the movie, which was, of course, a necessity, given that it's a, a very strong character in the comic books and be the f- first female solo movie for Marvel. You kind of need to come out punching. And I, I, as much as I, as much as I don't want to start the whole, like, Wonder Woman versus Captain Marvel because they're the, the sole you know, female solo films. There's no reason to really have to fight, but at the same time,
1: it's hard to not
0: kind of, at least a little bit compare them. Well, like, not- to be
1: fair, they've kind of been pitching her as the,
0: the, yeah, Marvel the,
1: equivalent. yeah exactly. Like, so pushing it like comics wise, like pushing her as the forefront, the major female character hmm. to wonder woman at DC. Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, in the comics, completely different in the movies, completely different. But it's still yeah. hard not to, like, look at them on the page as they were both the first out of the, the like, Warner Brothers uh, it DC Comics, like, movie gate, and this is the first out of Marvel,
1: Marvel's gates. Uh, uh, yeah. And with that context, it's a little bit some, like, at the end, I, I kind of groaned when they played I'm Just a Girl during that final fight scene. I'm like, oh, that's a bit on the nose. Come on. do a bit better uh, than that.
0: There's one... So if I'm going to compare two scenes, so there's two, if you want to go into like which one, this is a whole argument that isn't really necessary, but it's like, if you want to have the argument of which had like probably the, the more powerful uh, feminist story, I guess, or however you want to word it, yeah. I would be voting on Wonder Woman. And I think Wonder Woman's scene of her coming up and like taking, like hitting the bullets way and like marching across the... Uh, what what do you? I don't know. No man's land, I guess, is what
1: like the trench. No, the trench, yeah, no the man's trench land.
0: scene. I think that yeah, seems a lot more powerful. Uh, f- straight out, just more powerful than this scene's equivalent, which I think is the the last scene where she punches Jude Law. Because and that seems a lot more subtle. I guess is also the other thing. Like the, it's hard to compare the scenes because they're completely polar opposite. Like they're nothing alike. The but the one where she delivers that final punch to Jude Law is like it's her big moment of um, I don't need to prove myself to you. Like, it, it, you know, so it's, that's this fil- film's kind of girl power message of, you know, mm, not having to prove I myself would to
1: argue you. it's that compilation of her getting up.
0: I suppose it builds into it. I, I suppose it's a similar sort Which of scene. I, but
1: I, I really enjoyed and thought was really, like, really powerful when I was watching it. But then you think back and they didn't really earn it. No. Yeah, it, it's, no. it's fine when you're watching it, it's, but... Yeah, yeah. we'll get into it. All
0: right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed her... I'll say I enjoyed her power growth in the, the last act of the movie because that, of course, sets her up nicely for going into the Ventures movie. You, you get a clear idea of how powerful uh, she is and how much powerful she could have become with actual more training and getting used to her powers and stuff by the time she's going to show up in, in Endgame, so that's that's good. My, my biggest problem with this movie... And her character, though, is it just really feels like she's rushed in for Endgame. Like, it's just they hint at a lot to do with her character, but we never really get time to explore it because... It's one movie. We have time for this one movie before she has to be in Endgame. We don't have time for two movies before Endgame or anything along those lines. It's just everything that you need to know about Captain Marvel, Carl Danvers before you see her in Endgame needs to be fitted in this one movie. And I would have preferred to have had more time for her to get to know herself, grow, get to know her without the superhero stuff acting. More scenes of her just being Carol, just doing normal kind of stuff. Less so That's, than running
1: around crazy. That clearly comes into my problem, where I think that she was handicapped by the fact it was an am- amnesia storyline. Mm-hmm. I feel like if it if she had been under well, I know story wise it wouldn't have worked, but if she had known who she was all along, like we would, you wouldn't have this issue where you feel like you didn't know who she was. Because ninety well, percent of the film, she doesn't know who she is.
0: Yes, I pitch, pitch, pitch you the following idea. All right. Instead, this, the movie Amnesia still starts the same sort of way, whatever. But once she gets on the Buddy Cop Road movie with Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury, uh, once she gets onto that storyline, the movie then continues like that for the rest of it. And they're going around and they're investigating things and the, and, and she's discovering stuff about her past. And then we get times where more emotional scenes where she can delve into her past and she starts to remember things and she can spend more time just interacting with characters. And then you leave, Uh, the showdown with Jude Law's character for the sequel and you stretch out this film and you get uh, the potential to just have more quiet scenes where she gets to actually travel around earth while investigating and try to track down the, the scroll still, but happens to like, I'm, I'm just saying like if you take out Jude Law and the epic finale and all this sort of stuff, you get to spend a bit more time doing other things is what I think.
1: Yeah. Well, in a perfect world, this film would have ended when there would, it would be a two parter. It would end when she realizes she has that flashback of the engine. Mm-hmm. In a perfect world, that would be that would be the best way to do it, I think. And then, like you said, she can sort of explore, and Explain, learn about herself, and that sort of thing. And then, yeah, that's how it ends. It ends with her learning that Jude Lord was the villain all along. We could you? She learns all that. She does that
0: flashback scene, but then we get more time flashing back. We get a bit more of her history and to get to know her because. Yeah. I enjoy Brie Larson, fine as Captain Marvel. I don't feel like I get to know Brie Larson as Carol Danvers. Is my... Is, I suppose, the way to boil it down. Because a lot of the movie, she is basically... She's there, there's, I guess. Well,
1: to be fair, the movie's called Captain Marvel, not Carol Danvers.
0: I know, but you know what I'm saying. Like,
1: it's... (laughs) Yeah. I... Although, to be fair, do most of the other movies?
0: I know. In the Marvel universe? By by nowadays, I, I know what... Scotland like like as a as a person but most I, I of them know are like
1: intertwined there's not a distinction between the two
0: i somewhat i feel like there is depending depending on the on the character but even then it's like captain america is captain america right and you understand his values and his uh standards and, you know he's the good old american hero he's just very typical american hero isn't he but like he hmm. he doesn't have really have an alternative idea uh he's just a character, you know, his powers aren't so much about what he can do more so than his willingness to do what he does, I guess, even though he's powerful, I guess. Uh, whereas I do feel like a lot of this movie is focused on what she can do and how she's being trained. And then they even like put the power thing on her to make sure her powers are lowered and, and that sort of stuff. And then the, the movie's epic finale is her discovering that she's a lot more powerful than, than what she is and I, I suppose it's just because I see hints at a novel movie or hints at scenes that could have been built on because we see flashbacks to her uh as a child and she's crashing the uh go-kart thing or whatever it was and her dad comes over and starts yelling at her we see scenes of her being pushed over as a kid and stuff and like it, you see all the stuff where she gets up and up and up and up and up, up you know like I, that gives you an idea of the character of Carol Danvers, like what she was growing up like what her childhood was like and what, what she went through uh, as she even came into the army and she wanted to fly jets and all this stuff. What You get an idea of what kind of character she was, but never enough of it to really give me a full picture of Cal Danthers. I guess you can, you can use the excuse like, oh, it's the amnesia. We we, we don't have time to really deal with that. And the, the, the The movie is about her not understanding who she is either. But I, I think my biggest problem is because I know a month from now, a bit over a month for now. We're going to be watching Avengers Endgame, and basically every character in that—what? Well, no, every character in that movie, I know what they are, what they stand for. Uh, I know a lot more about their them as just people. I know what they're like to, when they're just chilling around, talking shit. You know what I mean? Like I know what they're like in superhero mode, and I know what they're like when they're they're, sh- they're just chilling. I have a bigger idea of who they am, who, who they are as people, and I I I just feel like if we'd got two movies. Uh, before with her, like you could have, be, I just wished it was Captain Marvel two leading into uh, Avengers Endgame. Self, just Captain Marvel one, Um that sounds like a lot of negative stuff. But as I said before, I did give the movie a seven. I enjoyed it. I think it's perfectly fine. I was just disappointed with not it's getting It's not
1: really of- a negative if your thing is, I wish I had more.
0: I Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I, I just yeah. wish I'd got more time with her just being herself and getting to know herself and stuff. And we get glimpses of that. Those little parts, especially the parts where she's just running around with, um, sam jackson i keep saying sam jackson nick fury whatever um nick <laughs> yeah when, fury. She's, when she's running fury don't say nicholas when she's running around with fury and that stuff they're probably some of my favorite they're probably my favorite scenes in the whole movie actually it's just when those two are together yeah. and they're they're in going the around they in the car the army base all that sort of stuff that's going on around there even the scenes when she then arrives at a, her friend's place and you, you get to see her like talking to her and like having a little bit of uh, a bit of a laugh about stuff um and that sort of stuff. But then it's like everything before them where she's... You obviously know... As soon as the movie starts, you know something's up, right? Even if you haven't read the comics, you kind of know something's up because of the way it's all being... The story is being told. And it, yeah. it never really her. So, yeah. What do you think,
1: though, on all that? No, I think it's interesting that the character that we're going to see in Endgame could be vastly different to the we, one we see in Captain Marvel.
0: That's also... A, a big thing, of course. You know, it's. I mean, they, they. I don't recall if they said the exact year that Captain Marvel takes place, but we know it's the nineties. I, I suppose you could look it so up. At least te- twenty te- years. We could technically look it up if we we say, hold on, let, let's do some r- rough maps. True Lies. <laughs> <laughs> True Lies was released in nineteen ninety four. So let's assume that this movie came out at in least nineteen ninety four. This movie's taken well, place. 99- in the
1: when decade. was it released in nineteen ninety four? It was released like end of the year, it'd be 1995 because it wouldn't come out on VHS till later.
0: Oh, that's, that's a, that's a very good point. We're doing some, we're doing some proper, uh, journalistic, uh, (laughs) research into figuring out when this movie actually takes, uh, 1st of September, 1994. So let's presume this is mid nineteen ninety five or something, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, sure. (laughs) They used to take aging for (laughs) stuff to come back out on VHS. So yeah, let's say this movie is taking place in 1995 and then, uh, Avengers Endgames, 2018, 19, like whatever, like it's usually the current date, date and year, uh, roughly. So
1: yeah, 20 years.
0: 25 years yeah yeah that's uh i mean people can change in two years when you don't talk to them people change in five years when you don't talk to them she's she has a lot of history she's uh, a lot's gone on so yeah once again it's it's like we're introduced to a character we never really get to know carol danvers but then carol danvers is going to run off and become who she actually is as a person in all this time we never actually get to see her uh, and then that brings up other questions I have about the future of her character, which is when they eventually do the sequel to this movie, is it going to just be set after Endgame or are they going to flash back and show you what she was doing, helping out the scroll uh, in between this movie and... Uh, in between Captain Marvel and Endgame kind of thing, like what what she do with the scroll? Because obviously that's a that's a continuing story. Obviously the scroll are kind of being set up to be something uh big in the the future of the Marvel universe. I feel that's kind of what uh they're are setting they? up there? I feel like they are. I feel like they were setting them up for potential uh bad guys or something down the line to still use them because they could they could swing and that's a, that's a whole thing of, of course as well. But um. Like what she do with the Kree? Because of course she runs off. She says she's going to, you know, show kick all their asses and stuff. But then we know that uh, Ronan's still running around Guardians, like five, 10, years after, uh, this, or, uh, ten years after this, roughly ten years after. I suppose the timelines still getting confusing. There was a stage where Marvel timelines yeah, were like always twenty years one later, after, one after another, one after another, eighteen
1: to eighteen years ish later. Yeah, so when Guardians
0: come out. So w- what happened there? Yeah, there's lots.
1: I don't know. It's just. Well, once we get to Jude Laura, I've got a theory on what happens, yeah.
0: Okay, well, yeah, if you've got nothing else to say, I'll say that, yeah. All right, let's just wrap it up and say Brie Larson was great for what she had. I quite enjoyed yeah. her. I just wish we'd got more, especially more before in-game. I
1: think, yeah, That's there why was I'm, small moments of, like, character. Yes. Like, when she pulls the face when she's fighting, the dude roars at her.
0: Yeah, you see, you see little bits like, of stuff, but, but then it's also yeah. weird because... They, cho- they chose to give all of the comedic lines basically all to characters that aren't her. For mo- the most of the time. Like, uh, Sam Jackson gets a lot of funny lines. Uh, even... um oh, fuck, I'm meant to on his, uh, his line here. Who the fuck? What's uh, the bad guy? Uh, ben Middleton gets, obviously, lots of funny lines and stuff. Uh, but she... The cat gets lots of funny lines, I suppose, if you want to look at it that way. She never really gets... <laughs> Given a, a free handy handout moment to help her case as being a likable character, especially in the in a world where everyone all these fucking fuckboys are online screaming about how she's a terrible oh, character, man. she's a fe- female. When and the stuff.
1: guy on the motorbike came up, yeah, that was quite that was that was a good a scene. Smile. That
0: that was a good scene. <laughs> Do you like that one? <laughs> no,
1: I thought nice? it was. V- Oh. I don't know, a little, maybe a little bit.
0: I, I feel like it was on the nose, but it was it was it, if, oh, it was I feel a,
1: like in the future that clip's going to be <laughs> used. I like,
0: yeah, I feel like it was a very open fuck you, like just a very straight up. Yeah, like that's why they weren't really trying to hide it. All right, so let's talk about uh, Sam Jackson, one Samuel L. Jackson, one Nicholas Fury, uh, in this movie. So I really, as I just said, I enjoyed their buddy cop montages thing happening with their montage. That's really the thing uh, where they're invading the. Please the the bass and they're getting in the car and they're chatting and him and uh, Brie Larson both have really great chemistry. I thought like really really good yeah. and of course that was necessary for the for the film. Um, it's also crazy and it blew my fucking mind how well they oh. keep better getting better at this technology and de aging actors. It is blowing my fucking mind continuously.
1: And I not- mean, sorry young actors, you're gonna not gonna have any jobs. <laughs>
0: Basically, it's yeah. I, this technology just every year, I swear, gets better and better and better until, like, he literally just looks like Samuel Jackson, like, pop F- pop Fiction era Samuel Jackson. And yeah. I completely forgot. Like, it wasn't until I was driving home after watching it that I started thinking about the movie. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. He's older. Like I completely. <laughs> he <isn't> old. <laughs> he's old. I oh, completely... Yeah. I, I brought it a hundred percent. There was not. There was not a second. There was not a single scene where I was like, "Oh, that was you know a, a single dodgy second of V VFX there happening." Where I was, I didn't buy into it for a second. Something it constantly looked spot on. It was. It, it really, really blew my mind. Which Incredible, uh, really? We, we've seen the technology used before, but I, like he's in the movie for like three quarters of it. And he's like one of the main characters and it's amazing. Absolutely amazing. It gets me more excited for that the Martin Scorsese film coming out this year where they're going to have D.H., Robert Downey Jr. Uh, Robert, uh, Robert De Niro, sorry, and Al Pacino. But that's a, that's a whole thing. I'm like, are they using the same technology? Because <laughs> it's going to be great if they are. Yeah, so he, he looks great. Um, great chemistry. uh, The character... Nick Fury in this, I thought was an interesting choice with that, with what they did with it. I liked it. Like it was enjoyable to watch, but I found it interesting that they took the character of Fury who we've basically always known as this badass bad motherfucker. Up. Yeah. And in this, he's not like, a. In, we're not trying to say he's soft. Like it's not a complete one eighty, but he's definitely not as pissed off at the world, I guess is the, the way to say it. No. I guess.
1: Yeah. He's seen some shit, but not a lot of shit. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he hasn't seen the, the, the shit he does. Because by the time he shows up in... By the time we start seeing him in the... in the, the, the movies, uh, End of Iron Man and whatever the hell else when we first start seeing him. Avengers, Iron Man 2, whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's fucking eye patch, coat, black coat, serious guy. Very, very serious guy. Continues to be a very serious guy at all points of time. Seeing some shit. But in this, of course, he's getting down and being like, oh, cute cat. He's cracking jokes. He's, he's, he's having a great old time. Thank so... You. It was interesting it was more more samuel jackson i guess like more what i would call a like samuel jackson being samuel jackson role like a especially a 80s 90s samuel jackson role really which makes sense given he, they de-age him and everything to to match the the era of which he's he's taking place in i, I suppose is, is the thing yeah um and him and that cat shout out to that cat as well nearly steals the movie pretty Goose. much steals the movie Goose pretty much this the movie, yeah. Uh, yeah, what, what, do you have any uh, other thoughts on Nick Fury or Samuel L. Jackson no, it was
1: he was, was great, and yeah, this, this de-aging technology is incredible. I mean, we're going to see Meryl Streep in films for another 50 years now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all young and upcoming actresses, you are
1: fucked. You've got even more competition. Yep. yep. Um, also... Yep. It was really interesting to see the, how he lost his eye. Oh, yeah. He didn't really lose it, though.
0: Yeah, that's... I love the way they did that. 100% love the way they did that because they build it out throughout the whole movie and you're expecting it to be this epic fucking laser beam to the eye. You know, something crazy. And then when it's you get towards the end of the movie, you're like, still hasn't lost his eye. And then all of a sudden, the cat just swipes it. That's all it was? Fuck it. Well, it's not even the cat. It's an alien, whatever they call it, a so Fluorian, Fluorian, yeah. So I suppose his eye was taken out by an alien, just not,
1: yeah, what we thought. That's, I'm sure it. that's how, we, how he tells it to everybody <laughs> as well.
0: Well, that's how they <laughs> hint it there, in there. It's like it's also
1: interesting going back, uh, looking at some old Avengers or earlier stuff. There is definitely the three scratch marks across his eye. Mm-hmm. Like it's not re- recon or whatever. So yeah, I wonder if they. I don't reckon they would play it. Reckon, from the beginning. Yeah, they <laughs> always John Favreau. Knew-
0: yeah, I always knew what they no, were doing.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, I have no idea if that's um, I've never in the comics read anything that's like a random issue that he's ever had explained him, but I don't know if it's drawn from anything uh, potentially. No, top, I don't know. Uh, all right, so then we have the Cree, the combination of the, the Cree group, uh, of course, headed up by uh Jude Law, leading as the Yong young Rog. And then you get the reappearances also. Well, the stand there is a bunch of other characters, but then there's the standout reappearances of uh, John Dejmon, Hon. I can never say his name. I'm sorry, Honzo and uh, Lee Pace, of course, as Lee Pace looks.
1: I didn't. Agree. Ronan, he looks completely different. He's younger. He's twenty years younger. If he, did, if he didn't say it was Ronan, I wouldn't have known it was Ronan. Yeah. No, I mean, it's the especially because he's standing next to another guy who looks exactly the same.
0: Behind him at that scene wearing the exact same clothes and everything, yeah. I mean, they have that one hologram, the first scene he comes in with the hologram, and he has the weapon, of course, that he uh, he has from that movie. It's like, look, I'm Ronan. I've got the weapon you should know me from. I'm definitely Ronan. Do you remember me? Uh, But both of these characters I felt were just, like, especially, like, particularly Ronan, just felt, like, forced in, I feel. Unnecessary. A, A little bit too much. Of oh we can fit him in in this movie because it will make sense and it will be really cool. But then I I wasn't sitting at my screen going oh, it's the character the bad guy from Guardians of the Galaxy. Whoa you're blowing my mind. It's like you, these like tie ins unless they make heaps of sense these days aren't that impressive. Of course when you've got Infinity War and stuff where fucking twenty million characters are getting tied in. So the small tie in stuff actually needs to make sense these days and it's not as impressive when it just happens. I guess
1: yeah. There, there was a few tie-in things to the universe that I was a bit brainworthy but yeah yeah
0: even the uh, um yeah. the what the fuck is the cube uh fuck i don't remember the tesseract, the tesseract. yeah that's that no, I, that was,
1: I didn't mind that reveal that was i think mm-hmm. oh that makes sense why well, they've got suddenly been able to develop light speed travel obviously the the space stone where she where did she get it from marvel she clearly just bottom of the ocean yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I never explained that it's like it's alien. you saw them dive at the beginning of the movie they
0: can go I guess, in the water. i suppose all right sure yeah. uh what's your big leap uh no jude law theory then what's your
1: oh so oh no at the end they send him she beats him sends him back mm-hmm. to the Kree's, and obviously they tell every reveal everything that's happened mm-hmm. so that's why they join the alliance with the nova Corps by the time the guardians of the galaxy movie comes out and that's why, uh, why Ronan is upset, because they've moved away from being sort of a war war race. Mm.
0: That does sound like a so the thing that Jude setting, Ball's
1: character would be doing. I think in motion. Yeah. I
0: suppose, but it does sound like you'd go back and be like, we need to really... I, I
1: think I'm probably doing a little bit of stretching, but hmm. I think it's like their intention, yeah.
0: Well, we definitely know something happens, because um, like two of these characters... Lee, P- Lee Paces and Dishmon's- is that how Hay- you say his name before I fucking go and say it? Dish- sure. Dish- I'm, okay. I'm very very sorry it if you're watching this I'm very very sorry, you're not watching this but I'm very sorry <laughs> um, both of those characters end up of course separated out of the the the, the Kree base there or whatever they call that section yep. um, at some point in the, the near future, we know that for sure so but then it's like it doesn't make sense for me like Jude Law go back and be like I guess we'll just split up
1: everything because uh, she's uh, protecting
0: the place now, and she found out all our dirty
1: secrets. So I uh, thought she had like some information that was going to get spread. I can't remember exactly. But
0: it it seemed like they just set him up potentially for, of course, to be a returning bad guy in a, in a sequel. So well, we don't know what a sequel
1: is going to look like. So who knows? Yeah,
0: that's the other thing. That's the, my other problem as I said another,
1: another villain that didn't actually die. Yeah. I feel like that's rare.
0: Yeah. Hey, what do you think of him as as well? Like, just Jude Law in that role.
1: It's fine. Yeah, I thought was he was nothing sh- too impressive. I mean, he looked impressive when he was fighting and stuff, but mm. yeah, and I didn't see the turn coming. So. No, never did I. So that worked.
0: And up until that yeah. point, I thought he was. Yeah, I thought he came across as a charming character, and that like she yeah. got all, along well with him, and um. He, he just came across as a, n- a nice guy and he, he believed his shit and that's I, I guess important to the movie's plot for you to be able to believe that kind like, of shit so.
1: I feel like going into this we all had the impression that he was going to turn but I didn't realise it was going to be that or he was going to be a bad guy or something but yeah I still didn't see it coming
0: I I had I assumed he would be a bad guy or kind of maybe even Green Lantern-ish and by that I just mean like Sinestro's a good guy and then by the end ends up a bad guy type route, but not like he's double... Like, he's hiding a big secret type thing.
1: No. Not like a villain, but an antagonist. Against.
0: Yeah, somehow. The way it all went down where they they pull the 180 and pull the carpet out from underneath us, I did not see coming. Uh, Well, all right. So talking about that, though, well, that's probably one of my favorite moments of the... uh, So good. ...of the entire movie is seeing... uh, the big reveal with Ben Mendelsohn's character. And overall, I think Ben Mendelsohn in this movie will, is maybe, I'd say he could end up underrated by a lot of people. Although I thought he was really, really great in this movie. Yeah. Like the direction they take his character, but then also his performance in a role where he's under a lot of prosthetics and makeup and, and stuff like that. And it was such a, but you still under all that could tell, like it was a very emotive performance, which I think is a, a big plus to the makeup department and stuff to be able to put all that on his face, but still be able to get such like a good performance out of him without him being like restricted and stuff. So I, I thought that was really great. But uh, as a character and him pulling that character off it, yeah, it, it works. And I think often one of the problems with these sorts of roles that happens is they set them up and then they have to the reveal and they're like, oh no, actually they're a good guy. But then you look back at what, they're done throughout the, re- the start of the movie. And you can often go, well, but they did this and this and this, like there's still a bad guy. You know what I mean? Like, like the, the you yeah, often pinpoint but- things, but whereas this character, you, you kind of go, well, you never actually
1: did try to kill or anything.
0: Yeah. Like we never like actually, we want saw-
1: the out of you. yeah,
0: we never saw him kill like, oh, anyone really. Like right. we never saw the scrolls actually kill anyone in the movie.
1: No. And even the one who died was just trying to stop, obviously Nick Fury had worked out that he was a scroll because Coulson mm-hmm. was a... And, yeah, he pulled a gun on him, but, I mean... Yeah. that That's about it. Yeah, yeah. You never... And then the other guy on the train was sort of just defending himself.
0: Yeah. Like, they never did anything <laughs> too bad that when you look back in retrospective, you're like, oh, yeah, but they were really bad. Like, like they're not actually yeah. all good. Whereas w- once a reveal happens, it's just... That actually does all make sense. And I, I they quite like it. did
1: try and shoot her at the start when she's on the phone with New Fury when they first meet up.
0: Yeah. But you know, it's one bag, egg. but one bag, one bad egg.
1: Maybe, maybe the gun was set to stun. Uh,
0: yeah. Maybe. We'll, we'll, we'll never actually know. <laughs> no. Uh, I blew a fucking, blew up the phone machine though. I think so. Maybe it's, yeah. maybe it wasn't the safest. Yeah. No, what I was the
1: aim Just stop, stop communicating.
0: <laughs> I really enjoyed him though. I thought it was great. I thought the, oh, he's so uh, good. But I, would Really like to see more of these characters, uh, particularly him, like the scrolls and where they decide to take them. And I, I like not having them just outwardly be bad guys, I thought was, is really smart for the Marvel universe because we're kind of at a point where uh, they just keep, you know, of course, introducing bad guys, bad guys, bad guys. Like nearly every alien yeah. race is bad, 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 bad. So to finally have an alien race where we're told are bad, but to have them turn out to they're not bad. It's like, okay, well, that's actually something quite yeah. refreshing for the, the Marvel Universe because it's constantly this thing of, well, the only good people out there are the Asgardians and... Uh, Groots. Groots, I guess. You know, like, it's everyone else is on every yeah. other alien planet has, is apparently a bad guy, so that's nice. But they could still tell, like, they could still bring the scrolls and his character in particular um, back to being where they are mostly known in the comics and stuff as bad guys, but they can get there in a much more yeah. interesting way that makes sense and tell a more character driven story for him as a bad guy, where because of what we know from this movie and you feel sorry for him and you understand his character and you understand his drive, what he was doing and why he wanted to do it and, and everything where it, if they'd now taken a direction where like his family gets killed and uh, his people get wiped out, he gets found like 20 years later, the the Kree find him and stuff, you know, they could go down that Murderous route. Or, murder his family yeah, or they- something like those runs. They're, they're opening it up to have a, a bad guy. That's actually, you could feel sorry for and understand, I guess, kind of a little bit more, more like a Harvey yeah. Dent, I suppose, which is like a, as fucked up as Harvey Dent gets in the dark Knight. When Harvey Dent starts turning to two face, it is that thing of, <sighs> Like you, you feel sorry for him, like he like he was broken. Yeah. So yeah, I, I quite like where they leave the scrolls and him. Yeah. Any more thoughts on Ben Melson or Great the casting. Scrolls
1: Because and- obviously he's been playing that sort of role Bad a lot guy, recently. Yeah. A with Rogue yeah. one and ready player one. So to everyone get the impression that's what he's gonna do again and then sort of turn it on its head. Brilliant.
0: I also, I also will,
1: really good scene in the plant, the spaceship where they're asking what he can turn into. Yeah. And he's like, funny. rolls his eyes basically.
0: Can you turn into a filing cabinet? I want to turn into a filing would I want to turn into, filing I, turn into a filing cabinet? <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah. He's delivering everything. This is, this and is his, his fear
1: of the, the cat was also very, that funny. was also
0: quite funny. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> funny though. Cause I feel like you could very easily kind of look at him in this role. And even before the reveal, say it's, oh, it's just like his like role in Rogue One. It's just like his role in, um, as you said before, Ready Player One or something. But even before his reveal, it didn't feel like the same sort of bad guy to me at all. Like, it, it didn't feel as evil from from the get-go. So I yeah. found that quite interesting. And I also quite enjoyed that the, he just kept his Australian accent. Yeah. just I mean, he's an alien race, Brilliant. so it's fine. Whatever.
1: Scrolls, uh, scrolls have an Australian accent.
0: Skrulls are officially Australian accents. But yeah, it, not once do they really try and... It's just the whole movie is like, oh, fucking, i have got to get down there and get... Fucking, <laughs> got to get that woman, eh? Get I mean, down there. It,
1: it just sounded like Ben Mendelsohn, too. So probably it, it, more prominent for other people. Probably, yeah.
0: I feel like in Rogue One, he tones it down a little bit, though. And even Ready Player One tones it down a little bit. In this, it just sounded more prominent. Like, he was just... Talking normally, I guess.
1: Well, I guess if you got that much stuff on your face, you—it's
0: like that's it. I, be like, one or the other. I can't. I can't try and tone down the accent and wear this shit. Okay, <laughs> which one do you want me to do, guys? Which one do you want me to do? Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's talk about leading into end game, of course, because that's out next month. and uh, credit scene, of course. As Captain Marvel showing up in front of the team, uh, we get to see... Is that a
1: scene cut directly from Avengers? I game highly game? doubt
0: it. I think that's just a teaser scene thing. Much like when the, there was that scene where they was cutting Bucky's arm out of the... Or whatever they was doing. I can't even know. They had Bucky chained up or whatever. Remember?
1: Yeah. And no, I It's didn't, almost like it, it could have been cut out of the film, but...
0: Yeah. I don't reckon it, this but, scene will end up in the movie. No. Because it's not really necessary.
1: It's, but it's also. I don't know. I think it could if that's how she shows up, then just shoot it from a
0: different angle. Just have a walk in. I, I don't know, but I think will the you interesting thing her the the thing with these scenes are this scene is a direct sequel to an after credit scene, you know, which which means that they don't need to have yeah. it from the movie. Like if you never even watch the after credit scene for Avengers, then having this scene in. End game would be weird because you wouldn't understand what the pager is. So that's why I'm like, it's a direct, it's a direct sequel to an end credit scene, and then these two, the two scenes mash up, and then they can, they stand on their own. They're fine, and then yeah, End Game doesn't need to have this scene or mention the pager at all. She kind of just shows up and whatever the hell else. It's it's fine. You don't need, don't really need to explain it. Uh, I thought it was fine. It's, it's, you call see Captain America and they're all like, they're powering up the pay- pager by a fucking neutron bomb to keep it going or
1: something. <laughs> How did they know that pager was important? It was his
0: car. They found it, I guess. I, like it was sitting there on the ground, it was flashing. They presumed it was Nick Fury's, I guess. I don't know. Maybe Pre- it like video on the back that's, that's it said the
1: end. The only expert.
0: On the back, it just had Fury written or something, I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> the black marker pen. For emergencies. Yeah, for emergencies only. <laughs> Although I will, another thing I will say with the introduction of the pager in the movie and her being like, only for emergencies. It doesn't really help when you look back and go, Avengers one. Avengers two? He, he never thought once during either of those I'm movies. Once, he? N- neither of those were Big emergencies, because I'm pretty sure the world was close no, to. Really, no, no. He, 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 it by emergency, the, the world doctor. He, he's only going to use it when he knows he's literally about to die, die and turn into dust. That's the only time we can use this p- pager that is just magically keeps in the backseat of his boot at yeah. all yeah. points in time. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm fine. I'm willing to like forgive the pager and the pager, and all its kind of weird plot holes it opens up to so, Well, not really plot holes, but like. I, universe potholes issues i i guess is yeah was he even
1: round.
0: in avengers 2 oh it doesn't mean he couldn't he called the fuck doesn't mean he couldn't have paged for help <laughs> oh, he, would have known. <laughs> he would have known he would have turned on tv well, or, he was
1: just watching you only saw the news and there's a giant how about avengers 1 bet
0: re-watch avengers 1 there's that scene where he's like oh god we're all gonna fail or so you know like when shit's going really bad how about then
1: no, she right. was just waiting till the if that nuke got detonated, then he was going to hit that button.
0: Yeah, right. that must have been just what he was waiting for. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, as I said before, I do feel like the characters being somewhat rushed in, and it's going to be interesting slash a little bit weird to see her show up uh, with all those other characters. Even seeing her in the in this short scene with the mole was, I'm like, oh, I haven't had enough time with you. To be in this movie yet? Like, i like, I need more time. Spider Man just
1: showed up. No, we got a movie with Spider Man. Panther just showed up in the middle of the Civil War. They both just showed up in the middle of the Civil War. Not, no, because it's I,
0: it's they were introduced in that movie. I feel like I would have actually preferred like this. All right, this is what I was like. I would have preferred for her to just show up in Endgame. And then get a movie following introducing me to the character. I would
1: have preferred... All right, what about Ant-Man? I had Ant-Man and then he was in Civil War next.
0: Ah, oh, yes. Was, I suppose. I
1: I think it's just because I know there's a lot
0: riding on her shoulders. I guess it's the thing. Like, because she's basically exactly. being set up to be the next leader, potentially, exactly. of the of, of the group. Yeah, I, I guess that's... It'll be the... interesting
1: because she looks kind of overpowered.
0: Yes, that's...
1: Yeah, kicks everyone ass.
0: Well, she's the most powerful of them all now, really. Like, more powerful than Thor, potentially, is what the, the argument is, I guess. And then she's the leader of the team when everyone dies in this movie and whatever else happens. So
1: It could be, it could be interesting because her powers came from that engine thing, mm-hmm. which was some way built by the Tesseract. I get yeah. the impression. Something, yeah. So then maybe he can use the Tesseract, the... Stone to you know take her powers away. No, I don't want to see that. Sick of these fucking. No, I'm just stones. saying it's a possibility.
0: We'll just mess with them. It is a possibility. Yeah, that's for sure. Um Yeah, I, I now I've said that out loud. I definitely sold. I would have much preferred her to just show up in this film. I feel. I, I like just have a show show up. So you would have
1: preferred if this had to come out after.
0: Uh, not the cut the way it is now because obviously you could do the, the movie a little bit different I feel if it, like you'd make the movie a little bit different if it's post Endgame because it's obviously made in a certain way for to be made to go into uh, before Endgame but I feel like I would have rathered her being introduced kind of like a Black Panther or something like that and then get her story because I feel like if they introduced her in Endgame first then they would have freed up the potential with a l- little bit less weight on their shoulders uh, and would have been able to spend more time like with the actual character Rather than her uh, powers and who she is as a a superhero and stuff, and more time spent on who she is as a person, I guess is is all I feel. Because it's like Black Panther. Once we you get introduced, you don't really know much about Black Panther in Civil War. You get seen kick ass. He fucking runs super fast. He looks cool. You know. You get all these. these, You get the general gist, yeah. And then Black Panther, you get a movie about family and honor, and you know what I mean. Like it's they don't really need to. They, give, they spend the first five minutes giving you an action scene in the forest, and then after that, they kind of go into a completely different movie that doesn't feel like it's actually <laughs> anything part of the Marvel Universe. So, uh, yeah. Um, but I'll, I'll say for this one, my biggest worry going into this movie initially uh, for Captain Marvel was I was worried it was going to be a lot like The First Avenger, which I really don't like because I thought that Captain America The First Avenger felt like a one really long prologue to. The, uh, the first Avengers film, just shaking your head. So I'm not, I'm yeah. not a big fan of that movie because of, I, I really just felt like it was a big trailer to sell the the original Avengers movie, and I was worried that this was going to be something similar. I really, it stands on its own though. Apart, apart from, be fair,
1: it doesn't need to. <laughs> Everyone's going to go see this. next Oh movie. yeah,
0: yeah for sure. But I, I was worried they'll do like, for, I was worried they would connect this too much to. Uh, end game i guess is my, is my thing i was worried that we're going to try and connect it in a little bit too much or have too much story hints or stuff like characters come in or little nods at you know how she's going to help save the day in end game the, these sorts of things like setups happening throughout it but it doesn't it's, it's it's its own story and really the only reason that you need to watch this movie before end game uh is just so you can have a sense of that character before she shows up in end game there's no like story reason really it's it. going
1: to be interesting to see because I'm sure that apparently if you read what's on the internet, there's going to be a lot of people going to any game, not watching this. So it'll be interesting to see
0: how that works out.
1: Yeah. How that works after that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all these people who are like, fuck her, fuck her. And then they're like a month from now are going to be like Avengers Endgame is the best movie of all time. And then we'll be like, she's in it. Like she's one of the stars of it. How do you feel now? Oh, how do I, how no. this, you know, my franchise yeah. ruined. What do I do now? Fucking idiots. Uh, Yeah, so overall though, wrapping up, I guess, where uh, I, as I said before, gave it a seven.
1: Thought it was fine. Uh, Like a 7.5 to an eight. Yeah, so just a
0: a little bit higher than me. A little bit
1: more. Um, I I enjoyed the 90s aesthetic as well. I thought that was pretty cool. I thought
0: the music was cool. I don't think the like yeah. apart from the blockbuster thing then, and the the one the much. the loading tape scene was quite funny as well. But like other than that, the nineties aesthetic <laughs> didn't yeah. really do too much because they weren't spending a lot of time in um like suburban or you know areas full of people where you could see a lot of stuff. Like because I was in the army base and then that was in the middle of butt fuck nowhere. You know what I mean? There wasn't much time to yeah. see uh, cars, fashion trends uh hints at stuff apart from the blockbuster scene uh, and that of course
1: they could be a machine anytime yeah i guess yes.
0: oh and one thing i forgot to, <laughs> one thing i forgot to point out before that I, ne- I do need to note in this video uh slash podcasting is the woman behind me when the end yeah. credit scene happened it nearly made me laugh out loud it ends just you know captain marvel shows up fades to black and then the cinema's quiet, and all I hear from behind me is this woman go, "Nice," <laughs> and it, it wasn't like a nice; it was a long nice. I was like, like a sixty-nine nice. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was the thing that happened, and that was quite funny. Uh, yeah, also,
1: yep. last, like The changing of uh, Nick Fury's project. Oh, that was, was kind of great. It was like eye roll. It uh, was really. It was a little bit because it, it was such <laughs> a long a scene. Bit.
0: Such a long scene. You yeah. could have cut it at him looking at the name on the plane, if anything. Like, if, if you want to do that and tie her into being the, the birth of the Avengers, which is what that scene really is, it's like she is the birth of the Avengers. She's like the heart and soul of what the Avengers is because that's what uh, got Fury to to breed it, I guess. But, like, have him look at it, read Avenger on the plane, cut to blank. But it's he reads it then cuts back to his face and then shows him slowly kicking one, clicking one key, one key, you know, like it's so slow. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like if they just cut it at the plane, the scene would have got a little bit more bang pop from it. And like, just rely on the audience to put it together in their head rather than giving them the time to go. He's typing the word event. Oh, he's he's changing it to a Yeah. So that's my only problem with that particular one. Uh, Any, any final thoughts? On the on Captain Marvel.
1: No, I think we covered pretty much all of it. Did we? though? Pretty good. Did we? Looking forward to seeing more of Captain Marvel. I guess. Yeah, do you reckon I, it? Yeah, what, what sort of numbers do you think it's? Do you think it's?
0: What do you mean? Money wise, or Like
1: financially? Money wise, yeah.
0: I reckon it'll do. Oh, it's
1: definitely not going to do Avengers Black Panther numbers. I so. reckon
0: it'll do. As I was saying before. It'll do
1: Ant-Man money, sure. I think it'll do a bit more than Ant-Man money. I don't... Yeah. I I think... It's it's a terrible thing to say, but I think a lot of females are going to want to go back and see it again, maybe. Just to screw the... Just stick it to the angry white man.
0: Yeah, well, (laughs) I saw it it got review-bombed on multiple sites as soon as the user reviews were back up for Rotten Tomatoes and stuff, so... That's, yeah. uh, if you're looking for reviews on this website, uh, don't trust any user reviews because uh, they're all fucked at this point. They're all fucked. Uh, it's just a terrible yeah. thing, but that's a that's a thing that's ha- happening, of course. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing more of a side for Avengers. I feel like also putting this out so close to Avengers is going to do fuck it kind of financially. Not like fuck it, that's probably a, a bit too far, but I do feel like it affects it somewhat for people who maybe. Only want to go out to the movies every so often or you know what I mean? Like they're you're asking a lot. It's I know I understand it's a little bit over a month, but it's like a what is it, like forty days or something, like after release or something yep. close to that. So it's it's very fucking close to, to ask people Let's do a double feature. I suppose you probably could. Like this it'll it probably be like, Hey, it's finishing this week and endgame starting the week after. So it's also really weird. Another really weird thing about this movie is if you're someone who doesn't go watch all the Marvel movies in cinema and only go watch, say, The Avengers, like, you'll you'll wait for the rest to come out, but you just go watch Avengers because you want to see the big, the big events on the cinema screen, but you watch the rest on Blu-ray and stuff, you can't for this. You, you're fucked at this point for this movie because... The same thing you, happened with Black Panther last year. Did it? Yeah, that came out, like, February. And it wasn't out on Blu-ray in time for... I don't uh, think so. No. No. Well, that's weird. I don't know why they do they do this because it just fucks people into this weird thing. There should there, sh- there should be enough time. F- the The previous one should be out on home video before the next one's in cinema.
1: You think they would post them out a bit more? But no.
0: Yeah, I, that's that's all I think. Like I I didn't know Black Panther got as fucked as uh, as well. But that's that's really quite weird. It's not as cl- That Plus, wasn't as close, yeah, as close as this one.
1: Panther, so.
0: That is true. That is true. But I, <laughs> it's less monetary thing, more um. Because I know, like, my dad, for example, like he may want to yeah. go watch uh, Endgame, but he wouldn't go watch all the the subsequent films in between kind of thing, Yeah. You know? Yeah. Whereas, if he wants to keep up to date for Endgame, it's going to force him to have to go watch this one in the, the cinema, uh, if he wants to, to be up to date for Endgame, so it's really weird how you wouldn't space them out, it's... And especially not so like, hey, let's rule the box office. Like, calm down, Disney. You've got about fifty billion of a uh, huge movies office. that are coming out this year. You're pretty much going to own the cinema as is. Just spread out the Marvel movies so people have time to uh, w- watch them at home or, or something like that. There's no need to to bank them back to back to back. Yeah, it's it just gives it also gives this movie no time for digestion really at all. Like, a lot of time the most discussion of a movie like takes a month or so and you know by the time people are barely beginning to discuss this movie or delve more into it uh, and stuff it's, it's going to be finishing at in cinema and then we're straight onto Avengers and then by the time this movie comes out in Blu-ray everyone's going to be like who fucking cares where's the end game Blu-ray like who cares about this at this stage yeah. give us a give us someone. where's that yeah so interesting Let's we'll see how it turns out though uh, that's it thank you for joining us on this review discussion for captain marvel uh you can of course if you're listening uh watch it on explosion youtube.com slash explosion network if you're watching it there make sure you ring the bells and give the double thumbs up and do all the things that are necessary you can listen to all our review discussions by explosion network of course on apple Podcasts, spotify and other podcasting services or find all of the above things mentioned on explosionnetwork.com as well as our movie and tv podcast hosted by the one and only ashley Hobley. what do you want to watch you can follow me on Twitter Twitter at VivaDil, V-I-V-A-L-A-D-I-L. You can follow Ash on Twitter at Ashley Habley. A-S-H-L-E-Y-H-A-B-L-E-Y. You can follow Explosion Network on Twitter at ExplosionPod. And let us know there in the comments below or in our Discord at ExplosionNetwork.com slash Discord what you thought of the film and tell us all the things that we presumably got wrong and how angry you are at me for saying that there should be more Carol Danvers. All that sort of stuff. But I hope you had a great time watching it. I'll see you next one. Uh, Wait, I'll s- we need to. What happened?
1: Do you th- what? What about Goose? Is he still oh alive?
0: God. I mean, aliens Do live you forever. Think he
1: so he yes, was caring for Goose this whole entire time.
0: I like to think so. I like to think that he cared for Goose this entire time, and that yeah. at the end of the year, Goose and Porks are going to be the reigning animal champions Good. of Good. the. <laughs> Of the year.
1: <laughs> Carol Danvers is going to check out Nick Fury's apartment and Goose is just going to be there.
0: Uh, anyway. That's, yeah. That's the, 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 the yeah. By the by time Endgame comes out, like, here's the important things that you missed if you didn't watch Captain Marvel before watching Endgame. One, you don't know why that cat is important. That's it. That's it. That's the only important fact. <laughs> Nick Fury had a cat. Nick Fury had a cat. You didn't know.
1: <laughs> do, do you think they were caring for him at the airbase in the time between... When Marvel dies and they. I find think her. it was
0: caring for itself. Was well, she just a
1: stray running around and then just eating a random person every now and then? I thought it was a stray that was just eating random people.
0: And if yeah. I want to go so far, at one stage I thought it was actually going to be Marvel herself who had transfigured into the cat. Ooh,
1: McGonagall style.
0: Yeah, McGonagall style. I legit thought that. A yeah. And then when <laughs> it turned out it had tentacles, that was a completely different direction than I thought like, it was <laughs> <laughs>